welcome to Ian Wants to Learn. I'm Patrick. And I'm Ian. And I want to learn. I'm going to attempt to explain to Ian something he wants to learn more about. What do you want to learn about today, Ian? I want to learn about the history of presidential assassination attempts. And that includes successes, I suppose, but attempts and... I want to say before we get into it, I was doing research and I was looking at the Washington Post. And you know how sometimes if you're looking at news articles, it has suggested articles at the bottom. And sometimes it's clickbait, but sometimes it's other articles on the same site. So there were other articles on the Washington Post. And I saw this headline, man accused of kidnapping woman and masturbating on her is given, quote, one pass and won't go to prison. Was it Antonio Brown? (laughs) No, it was just this air traffic controller in Alaska. Yeah. What? He kidnapped a woman from a gas station, choked her until she passed out. All right. Masturbated on her. Right. And doesn't have to go to didn't have to go to prison. This is from 2018. What did he, when he, okay, maybe this isn't the important part, but when he was done, <laughs> did he? Oh, it, yeah, I got I got that part there, too. Oh, good. Please. Please, I'd like to know. So he was arrested after offering a woman a ride from a gas station. Right. Asking her to step out under the pretense of loading items into the car, strangling her Who until she does? lost consciousness. Come on. That's like the oldest trick. Don't ever help a solo man. Wait, she helped him right. or he helped her? I, it's not clear. I don't want to skip you, that part. If but a, if you're a single woman, don't let, don't do that. That's how they get you. That's how. So they the victim said she couldn't fight him off. He was too heavy, and he had her down, being choked. She said she lost consciousness, thinking she was going to die. Yeah, when she regained, so. <laughs> when she regained consciousness, the man zipped up his pants, gave her a tissue, and told her, "quote that he wasn't really going to kill her. That he needed her to believe she was going to die so that he could be sexually fulfilled." Wow, so honest. So she reported the assault, obviously, the license plate number, and she identified him out of a photo lineup. I feel like it's terrible we're laughing, but this is insane that this dude didn't have to go to prison. He accepted a deal in which he pleaded guilty to one count of second-degree felony assault in exchange for dismissal of his other assault, kidnapping, and harassment charges. He was sentenced to two years in prison with one year suspended. However... He was given credit for a year under house arrest, and he will not serve additional time in prison. He will be required to continue wearing an ankle monitor and participate in a treatment program. Does he have to register as a sex offender? I don't know. That this was, like again, it. this was just something that I just happened upon. It's absurd. And, yeah, because it's insane. Who does that? I Again. The judge, who's a man, because, of course. Obviously. He said, this can never happen again. This is like when, when, when uh, uh, was it Susan you... Collins... Said okay. uh, that she felt Trump had learned his lesson. Like, right. Okay. No. If this guy kidnaps you and then needs you to think that you're going to die in order to get off, this will happen again. I don't care what treatment or whatever. That has a very specific need. And there's only one way to get it fulfilled. So, yeah, that's insane to me. Judge Michael Corey told him this can never happen again, emphasizing each of the last three words. Never happen again i hope he shook his finger at him as well yeah yeah probably i I just i feel like he's probably done that before he's also a husband and a father of course he is of course he is yep of course he is i'll say this i appreciate his honesty what honesty well when she woke up he was like i wasn't i wasn't gonna kill you here's a tissue but 
<laughs> I'm not forgiving him. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in prison and be punished and he's a, a horrible person. I'm just saying you don't often get that level of honesty from these guys. They don't stick around afterwards and give you a tissue. I'm going to no cut all feelings. of that out. That's all awfulness. Is it too you're, awful? You're just, yes. Is it too awful? <laughs> yeah, so that that's insane. So that happened, apparently. I, I mean, does it help you to know that uh, his victim was a 25-year-old Native American woman? And oh, she come on. She was traumatized to the point where she Jesus. could hardly speak. Well, start with that. No, <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. That, doesn't, that shouldn't make any difference. It's I'm the same thing it, that happened. I'm not saying it wasn't horrible to begin with, but but it's just... Apparently, under Alaska law, him masturbating on his victim couldn't be categorized as a sex crime. So I was going to ask. I guess he's probably not... Um, because he didn't... Phys- like, he didn't... He did it He's probably doesn't have. Not- doesn't have to register as a as a sex offender, so yeah, I, I feel like the reason that he's not to use a pun here getting off is because the, he found the loophole. You know what I mean? Like he found the 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 sexual attacker loophole, which is hard. I don't even and know if it's a loop. I don't even know if it's really a loophole because it sounds like he has like a very specific. Thing. I just mean no, I know, but it, it oh worked. like he happened like he, upon it by accident. Exactly, like right. somehow his kink works into that loophole which <laughs> needs to like it's like i think there's and this is the problem with white male judges and things like that and where it's that level of like well you didn't do it to her you didn't take her clothes huh and you gave her a tissue don't do it again but okay go home like it's well like, i mean it's, just just imagine this conversation just pretend you're a woman right so this okay. guy's in court he's talking to the judge i would just like this is a quote all right I would just like to um, emphasize how grateful I am for this process. It has given me a year to really work on myself, become a better person and a better husband and better father. And I'm very eager to continue that journey. He's still married. I I guess. And the judge said, all right, thank you, sir. I appreciate those comments. Poor damaged woman. He kidnapped and masturbated on a woman. And they're like, oh, thank you. Thank you for, for continuing to better yourself as a husband. I want to know who his wife is now. Like, why are you with him? Go away. He's clearly tried to kill her multiple times. Or he didn't I, try to kill I, her. He tried to make her think. Like, how many th- times do you think, as his wife, he has tried to enact these fantasies? Or do you think it's the type of thing where it's like, no, you, he specifically does that with, I don't know, people he kidnaps or prostitutes? Well, I'm sure this isn't the first time this has happened. No, I don't think it is either. But I'm wondering, has he? Does I'm the, sure that he maybe wanted her to play that. But he probably didn't believe that she actually thought she was going to die because they were, you know, whatever. He had to find a real woman to do that. So we couldn't also know. count this as like a hate crime. Uh, I mean, it's also Alaska. I don't know. Do they even have that's hate true? Crime there laws? are no laws. I don't know. There's no laws yeah. in Alaska. I don't think. Well, that's horrible. On right. So I just level. love to just you know glad to open the show. With that. Opening with the jokes. Yeah. All right. With well, the funny. Anyway, so. <laughs> You wanted to learn about presidential assassination attempts or assassinations or woundings or whatever. Why did you want to learn about this? How did this come up? I was on the Reddit mm-hmm. and I saw a post on the Today I Learned subreddit, which is one of my favorites. It's right Theodore. on brand. It is on brand, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so totally on brand. Post we should just get our up. ideas from that so that we don't have to come up with <laughs> Right? Maybe we should just call the podcast Today Ian Learned. Uh, oh yeah, so I, TIL. So it'd be the same thing. Same thing. A post about Reddy, Reddy Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> and how he was about to give a speech. Uh, an assassin drew their weapon and shot him in the chest. <laughs> trying to add some drama to it. <laughs> no. What is this? 
Is that an accent? What is this? It was, it was a dramatic effect accent. Oh, okay. The would-be okay. assassin revealed <laughs> his weapon and pulled the trigger. The bullet fired it's, Mr. So Rosen. British. There's a little bit of it's a little bit of British in there, sure. Sure. Okay. It's not specifically British. It's like mid-Atlantic. Okay. That's not what okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're flying across the Atlantic and two planes with Americans and, and Brits crash into each other, but they survive and make babies. So you learned about Roosevelt. Wow. I learned about Roosevelt. A guy wanted to uh, shoot him. He shot him in the chest, but Teddy had a steel glasses case and his notes or his, his entire speech in his breast pocket. and the, So it slowed the bullet down, but the bullet still pierced his chest by the lungs. Uh, be, being a skilled hunter, he knew, due to the fact that he was not coughing up blood, he knew that his lungs had not been pierced. So it was, I guess, basically a flesh wound, if you will. The bullet was lodged mm. in the you know the muscle. So he then went and gave a ninety minute speech with a bloody shirt, and I, mm-hmm. I believe they left. They ended up leaving the bullet in his chest when the doctor looked at it. He was like, "It's going to be a lot easier to just just let it be there." Um, yeah, I I looked it up. Yes, they did leave it in there. There you go. And when I read that, I was like, "Oh man, I've never I've never heard about this." I feel like Teddy Roosevelt having an attempted assassination would be something that I would have. He's like one of the celebrity presidents. You know, you got your presidents you've heard of. And you right. got these presidents that you haven't heard of, you know. You're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, the Rose, both the Roosevelts are in that top, top ten, top twenty group uh-huh. of guys, you know. Mm-hmm. But then you have your like George Bush one, the most recent nobody cares president. You mm-hmm. know, your Jimmy, your Jimmy Carter. You nobody uh-huh. cares about Jimmy Carter. I love Jimmy Carter, but nobody cares about him. And then you go back to the mm-hmm. what, the, the beginning of the country, and it's like after Washington, who knows until Lincoln? You know what I mean? Right, right, basically. And that's a joke. I, that's a joke. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like if if I didn't know about an attempt on Teddy, can you name one president between Washington and yeah, Lincoln Adams. right now? Okay, there you go. Good job. Yeah. Just wanted, Will, just William Henry Harrison, people. Benjamin Harrison, the Harrison <laughs> boys, Ulysses S. Grant. I've never actually been great with the president, so I wouldn't even feel too bad ah, if you. Great, and I'm but. winning here. So I looked these up: presidential assassinations. There have been four, four deaths. Yes. Okay. There's uh, Lincoln, obviously, James Garfield, William McKinley, and JFK. There were two that were injured and didn't die, and those were Teddy Roosevelt and Ronald Reagan. There were others that were attempted, but there was no wounding or anything. Got it. At least okay. recorded, you know, attempts. A- Andrew Jackson, William Howard Taft, Herbert Hoover, FDR, Harry Truman, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump. There were attempts on those? Like, okay, so with you, when you say Obama and Trump, yeah. There were attempts, though. There were, like, attempts that made it far enough to be documented. Yeah, but it includes, like, some of the ones, like, you know, someone sending ricin. I believe one of the attempts to, on Obama was sending him ricin, which is obviously intercepted by the Secret Service. There was one I remember when this happened in the campaign where a lot of the Democratic candidates were sent pipe bombs. I think I vaguely... Yeah, Obama was yeah. sent one. Hillary Clinton was sent one. I think someone else was sent one. So there were... You know, there were others like that. I actually have kind of a funny one about Donald Trump, but we'll get to that later. But okay, yeah, there there have been multiple attempts on them. That was one thing actually. My wife said too. She was like, "I'm surprised there was never an attempt." I was like, "Actually, there were many. I mean, not many. I don't, I don't know how many. Was, and, and you don't know how many were like not like right. publicly made, like publicly documented. But of the ones I saw, there there were at least three or four, I think. Oh wow, uh, that I saw. I so. don't know if you. I assume you came. Was it Clinton? Somebody tried to fly a plane into the White House. Yes, there was one like that. I don't know if I documented every single one because, you know, that's like, I don't know, 20 presidents where there's different attempts. I I didn't go through all those, but I just remember the plane one because it was a single engine 
It was it landed on the front lawn or something. And then around that time, someone crashed a single engine plane into the World Trade Centers, I think, at some point. It, well, I don't know if it was intentional or it was like one guy protesting or something. Because I remember the morning of 9-11, I was in a gym class when the first plane hit. So I didn't, you know, I didn't know. And somebody was like, oh, somebody flew a plane into the World Trade Center. And my reaction was like, again? <laughs> like... Okay, so like one guy, some idiot dies flying, in, and then you know you get to class and the TV's on. And you're like, oh, oh fuck. no, yeah. <laughs> and then I remember watching the second plane. Horrible day. Uh, right, we got out right. of school early, but horrible day. <laughs> that's and because what's of the- important. Right. So let's let's go through the assassinations. The one that succeeded, yes. the winners. Yeah, okay, yeah. The winners. Lincoln, obviously, won't spend too much time. Pretty well known. There's one thing I read according to some accounts when he was taking his last breath. So he got shot. He actually didn't die right away. He was right. in a coma mm-hmm. for eight hours, and apparently there were some accounts that said that when he was taking his last breath, he smiled and then died. And I'm like, that's just people making shit up when they or wrote he, that Or he, had, he, like, seized. Right, <gasps> yeah. Some some rigor mortis or something, yeah. But either way, it sounds like bullshit. Yeah. Apparently, uh, John Wilkes Booth was only going to kidnap him to release Confederate prisoners. He was, like, a Confederate sympathizer. Apparently, he didn't even serve in, like, the Confederate army. He was just... He was know, an actor. He right. entertained them. So he was going to kidnap him to get some Confederate prisoners released, but decided to kill him when Lincoln made a speech promoting voting rights for black people. There's a lot of these guys that attempted assassinations or succeeded. They're basically just crazy. You would think of like a lot of assassination attempts would be primarily political. And Booth, it seems like that was probably the case. But a lot of these guys, they're just, you know, mentally ill. The guy shot he, Reagan was, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to him. So he fled to Maryland, tracked down in a barn in Northern Virginia. They set fire to it. He got shot. He's paralyzed, died a few hours later. Apparently, there were other attempts on Lincoln's life, which I didn't know. That makes sense. There was a debatable threat called the Baltimore Plot that he would be assassinated at his inauguration, but nothing came of it. In 1864, so he was riding his horse north of the White House, unguarded, and a sniper shot a lone rifle shot at him, and it went through his hat. And I was like, you, you know what? Maybe that's why he wore the big hat. My Definitely wife even said the same always. thing. Where's the head? I would always wear a big hat if that had happened to me. If somebody yeah. shot through a large hat, I'd be like, bigger hat, please. <laughs> bigger also going to grow my hair out like Marge Simpson and right? just have it you know, sitting on top. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Good old Lincoln. Funny enough, the so the Secret Service wasn't a thing then. It was created um, because of that, right? No, so no. he actually, well, okay, so apparently back in the mid-1800s, one-third of the currency in circulation was counterfeit. So they had a wow. big problem with counterfeiting. So they, Abraham Lincoln established a commission to make recommendations to remedy it. On the day he was assassinated, he signed legislation that created the Secret Service. But it was to deal with counterfeiting, because that was originally why they were formed. Ah, okay. So it was How later. How hard could st- it have been to, to counterfeit back then? It couldn't have been too hard. No, that's why they, like a third of the money was fake. All, no, I'm sure it was just paper. So James Garfield, he arrived at Baltimore and Potomac Railroad Station in D.C. He was shot by a writer and lawyer, Charles Guiteau. Guiteau. Okay. Apparently he was uh, he was a fan of Garfield, but he was disappointed. He was passed over for an um, appointment as ambassador to France. Was he in legitimate standing? For the ambassador to France? What do you mean legitimate standing? Was he someone who they considered and had an actual shot at being? Yeah, I think he wrote, uh, I think I read that he wrote a speech for him. 
he was like a booster, like a supporter of his. Okay. So he had like an, an actual option. reason to be angry. Yeah. And I think he, he was French. Like he had French ties. Charles Guiteau. Garfield got shot in the shoulder and back. He died not really from the shots, but instead infections caused by doctors. So the way it was phrased, this was just Wikipedia, but the, ra- the way it was phrased was relentless probing of his wounds with unsterilized fingers and instruments. Yeah, that sounds so, right. Yeah, there's, there's definitely an element of these where... So all of these guys were shot. And there's definitely an element of these where... So Lincoln was in a coma for eight hours. This guy, he survived... Uh, Garfield survived 79 days after being shot. Oh, So just God. grueling 79 days before you die of infection. Ugh. And yeah, there's definitely an element of this where, you know, Gabby Giffords was shot in the head and she lived. And, you know, there's, there's definitely an element of these where some of these people probably would have lived had they been shot more recently. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the biggest killer in the Civil War was infection. I, I don't know when, I don't know what year it was. When did sterilization become a thing? I'm, I think when they realized that there were things called germs, they were like, oh, crap, we need to start washing our hands. That's the whole thing we could do. There was basically a guy, from what I remember, and we don't have to get too far into it, but from what I remember, there was a guy who argued that doctors should wash their hands and it would actually prevent infection. He did some research and found out that doctors use like the same bloody instruments from person to person. But then it was like midwives that didn't do that. There was a whole lot, like a much higher survival rate. Hmm. Essentially, the guy who figured out we should wash our hands, he was essentially laughed out of the medical profession and went to an insane, insane asylum. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. That, maybe, maybe that's next week. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know the whole story, <laughs> but, but I know that there's that part of it. So, yeah. When they realized that people were dying from infection, not from a wound, like the amount of flesh wounds that probably just weren't treated correctly and killed you. I think even then it was the, I remember reading something about like how doctors, they would be proud. Like you were a good doctor. If you had like a lot of bloody aprons and like instruments that just shows that you're a good doctor, that you've done a lot of surgery. So they would, that was like a, you know, and obviously it was just cesspool of infection. William McKinley. This is the one I know the least about. Went to the Temple of Music in Buffalo, New York, which is like a concert hall. Okay. Apparently there was an exposition there. It was like a World's Fair type thing. It was demolished after that event. He took two shots to the abdomen. One ricocheted off a button or a ward medal, and the other went in his stomach. He died of gangrene, setting in about eight days after being shot. He was shot by an anarchist, a steelworker and anarchist, Leon Zolgos. That guy died on the electric chair. Guto died of hanging. So this is why it's important. Following McKinley's assassination, Congress was like, we should try to prevent presidents from being killed. And they directed the Secret Service to protect the the president of the United Teddy States. Teddy Roosevelt, son of a bitch. What? That's when it all kicked in. He didn't want Secret Service agents. Sorry, I started reading a uh, Teddy okay. Roosevelt biography, and I totally forgot that like it opens with him becoming president because McKinley's dead or has been shot. Forgot all about that. But I think I read that, that he had Secret Service agents but didn't like it because, you know, he was Teddy Roosevelt. Right. But he was the first guy to get Secret Service agents, if I'm correct. I don't I don't have that he was the first one to get them. Then I'm I just correct. Had, yeah, probably. So I just had <laughs> that McKinley, after he was assassinated, Congress directed Secret Service to protect the president as part of its mm. mission. So then we have JFK. This is obviously another well-known one, so I won't go too far into that. Lee Harvey Oswald, Dallas, Texas, 1963. He was shot once in the back, the bullet exiting through via his throat, and once in the head. Oswald was fatally shot in the basement of Dallas Police Headquarters by Dallas nightclub owner Jack Ruby. Ruby was convicted of Oswald's murder, even though it was later overturned and overturned on appeal. In 1967, Ruby died in prison while awaiting a new trial. Why I didn't did know Ruby this. shoot uh, Oswald? Was it just 
because he was a patriot or because the Russians paid him? It has, there's just so much with this, like so much conspiracy theory. I didn't want to get too bogged down in the JFK murder. Okay, we'll, we'll be like on, a whole, it's fine. Grassy it, knoll. The only thing is that it was determined that Oswald acted alone and that Ruby killed Oswald for like separate reasons alone. The, what I was going to say is, you know, he was he was also going to be killed another time. I didn't know there was another attempt on JFK's life. Richard Paul Pavlik. This was in 1960. He's a 73-year-old former postal worker. He was driven by hatred of Catholics. He intended to crash his dynamite-laden 1950 Buick into Kennedy's vehicle, but he changed his mind after seeing Kennedy's wife and daughter bid him goodbye. So he saw them bid him goodbye, and he's like, maybe I shouldn't crash my dynamite-laden 1950 Buick into the president. But he was arrested three days later by the Secret Service after being stopped for a driving violation, and they found the dynamite in his car and arrested him. There you go. That'll happen. Interesting. I did not know that. Uh, he went to a mental hospital. So That's good. That's for the best. Uh, I, think he, I think he died there. I don't remember, but I didn't know about that. I knew there was a lot oh. of people that hated that Kennedy was a Catholic. I didn't know there was somebody that got close to, to blowing him up. Yeah, I thought it would have been about something out like the war or before the war but you know his all that the bay of pigs <laughs> yes <laughs> sure i like that we I have a running it. joke that like if we ever actually have a show no one will have any idea what they're like why are they oh, laughing oh. about the bay of pigs why is it you know <laughs> right that's okay that's okay we'll we'll do ian wants to learn why we think it's funny that the bay of pigs is- i mean you did want to know because you don't know why i thought it was i don't know why i think it's funny so theodore roosevelt yeah was the one too. that where he we just spoke about you know he got shot he actually this is actually three and a half years after he left office so he was president and then he left office and then he came back or he was running anyway he didn't he didn't win this time 1912 yeah oh i Um, didn't realize that oh i didn't give me any dates i guess when when all this stuff happened so three and a half years after he left office he ran in 1912 as a member of the progressive party campaigning in milwaukee wisconsin a saloon keeper from New York who'd been stalking him shot him in the chest. And this is where obviously the, like you said, the the paper text from his uh, speech, yeah. the metal glasses case, load the bullet. So does that count as a presidential assassination attempt then? Right. Well, he tried to shoot him. He no, did I know, shoot him. Does that count? Cause he wasn't the president at the time. Yeah. Technically right, not. Technically speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still. So they, you know, there were people there, they immediately armed and disarmed and arrested him and, Apparently they might have lynched him, but Roosevelt told him that he was fine, ordered police to take him, you know, make sure no violence was done. But yeah, he spoke for 84 minutes. They left the bullet in him. So the guy that attempted to kill him, he claimed that William McKinley had visited him in a dream and told him to avenge his assassination by killing Roosevelt. So he was found legally insane and was institutionalized until his death in 1943. How does that avenge? Mc- oh, I guess because he was the next president after McKinley. I mean, it's weird though because he was—he wasn't even president, right? He was just running after that. Well, you know, he—he so, he had to wait for the right moment, I and guess. McKinley probably didn't come to him until after. You never know when you're going to have a premonition when you see a ghost. They don't work on normal time. That's still a high level of crazy, and that happens yeah, a yeah. lot. And we get—we get—we're about to get to the, the the apex of crazy here with the Gipper. So Ronald Big Reagan. Ronnie. Returned to his limousine after speaking at the Washington Hilton Hotel. They were struck by John Hinckley Jr. with bullets. He was seriously wounded by a bullet that hit him in the left underarm, breaking a rib, puncturing a lung, and causing serious internal bleeding. Uh, He was stabilized. His press secretary was James Brady, Mm -hmm. who was also shot, suffered brain damage, permanently disabled. And uh, he's the reason there's the Brady Bill on gun violence, Mm -hmm. which mandated background checks for federally licensed dealers. One thing as an aside with that one that was fun was that the NRA obviously vociferously campaigned against it. They got the bill watered down 
so that there were exceptions that when you didn't have to do background checks and then when it passed they succeeded to challenge it in like a dozen states you know file lawsuits against it in a dozen states so you know just super people Mm, and don't, don't take our guns so that guy john hinckley he was immediately arrested later said he wanted to kill reagan to impress actress jodie foster he was deemed mentally ill and confined to an institution he was actually released in 2016 mm-hmm. which, uh, he's not fully released he's on like a work uh he can leave if i i read an article about this and i think he he still has i'm to sure he's still monitored but report to the prison or something but he can live at home so he became obsessed with the 1976 film Taxi Driver. Sure. He developed an infatuation with Jodie Foster, who played a sexually trafficked 12-year-old Iris Steensma. I've never watched the movie. Have, Have you, you seen that movie? You should watch it. I think you would enjoy it. So it's very good. weird, like, that you become obsessed with this person when she was 12. Very creepy. Yep. So when she entered Yale University, he moved to New Haven, Connecticut for a short time to stalk her there. He slipped poems and messages under her door and repeatedly called and left her messages. Failing to develop any meaningful contact with her, he fantasized about conducting an aircraft hijacking or committing suicide in front of her. Eventually, he settled on a scheme to assassinate a president. He trailed, actually, Jimmy Carter for a while, but didn't get the chance or, or, you know, I guess back down. He received some psychiatric treatment for depression, but his health didn't improve and he began to target Ronald Reagan. He wrote to Jodie Foster just before he attempted to kill Reagan. It was basically like, I'm trying to impress you. I've written you poems and stuff, you know, and you don't seem to be interested. So I'm going to kill a president now to impress you. That ought to work. Yeah. He'll date me then. I, you know, I understand that he's crazy, but man, how awful must it be that ever since you're like 12, that like your whole life, this dude is just following you around and you just like can't yeah. get rid of him, you know, no matter what you do, the awful awful life it's a pretty terrible life i was talking to my wife about that earlier and you know she's like it's crazy that he gets to to be out now and i'm like yeah but he's like insane like he can't Mm -hmm. it's clear that he has no no way to like review what he's doing and understand that it's something bad yeah i think i'm not that bothered by it because you know there's a level of he served his time he's never going to be completely free Right. There's never going to be a point where he's not monitored. Let's be honest. I mean, you don't you don't shoot a president and get to ever be free. Um, crazy people, when medicated, are not crazy generally. And so, if he's medicated, if he's had therapy, it's been what f- almost forty years. So, I think it's it's been a long time. He's an older man, and, you know. Yep. Okay, so we're just going to run through a few more here. Andrew Jackson, a man named Richard Lawrence, attempted to shoot him with two pistols and both misfired. All right. Tough luck. And Jackson beat him severely with his cane. Uh, (laughs) There you go. He was also sent to a mental institution, and he also died there. So, again, the running theme. And the only other one I had here was Trump. So just because it's a recent example, I mean, we obviously talked a little bit about uh, Obama, but Gregory Lee Leingang, uh, there was a couple for Trump, but he attempted to assassinate him in North Dakota by flipping the presidential limousine with a stolen forklift. I had not heard of this story. No. And when I read that, I was like, wait, what? How would he get close to a limo yeah. with a forklift? Like, a forklift doesn't go quick. No, not generally. And then even if you flip the limo, there's no guarantee you would kill anybody. Like, you might hurt people. I don't know. It was very weird. U.S. Uh, Assistant State Attorney General, they said that basically the intent was to get to the limo, flip the limo, and get to the president, and he wanted to kill the president. And there, was there a reasoning? Are you getting to that? Oh, he, okay. He's insane, I think. 
Yes, he's ah. insane. I guess if that's your plan, yes, you're not right. You know. So yeah. he apparently he abandoned the forklift and was caught by police as he tried to run away. He later admitted to police that he wanted to use the forklift to kill Trump. The arrest capped off a string of crimes he committed that day, according to the ch- uh, police chief. Earlier that morning, Line Gang had set two fires in Bismarck, North Dakota, on the other side of the Missouri River, and had stolen a truck from the city's Parks and Recreation Department. He, he later abandoned the truck, then crossed the river, and made his way to a sports complex under construction where he got the forklift. And yeah, his, his public defender said that he was suffering a serious psychiatric crisis and has been responding well to psychi- psychiatric treatment and therapy in prison. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think there's a definite... There were a couple Politically of, speaking, it's it's what, three to one of what? the ones that died? Politically motivated successful assassinations? Uh, I think they were all insane, except for maybe well, Booth. Har- Lee, Har- Lee Harvey Oswald, yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't Lee Harvey Oswald and then, and then I didn't look the, up the, Lee Harvey Oswald specifically why. I mean the guy who killed uh, Garfield was political. Yes, that's right. right? He was he an was, anarchist, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, some of it is like it's weird, right? Because it's like at what point is it political but I'm going to kill the president. You know, is it become a little bit of mental illness? I would argue that the, yeah, of that, maybe. The, I mean, sometimes it's easier to distinguish, right? Like if you're going to try to. Maybe I need to read more about Garfield. That one sounds a little bit more thought through just because of he comes from an organization and has a an intent. And I think the same thing with Booth. They arrested multiple dudes. I oh, no, Garfield. Was, Garfield was the one where it was he didn't get the ambassadorship. Oh, so McKinley. Sorry. Right. So then McKinley, that one feels like a, you know, if you're doing it on that level of political Whatever. And then Booth, I think, had a couple different because he went somewhere. He went. There was like Harvey, the Dr. Mudd who worked on him. There were like other people involved in the whole thing. So I think that there was uh, there was a conspiracy involved in in getting Lincoln a successful one. You know? Yeah. He was also uh, someone from ISIL was going to assassinate him at at a summit, but they were intercepted by Philippine National Police. This is for Trump. Uh, In June 2016, when he was still a candidate, a British man allegedly tried to steal a police officer's gun to kill Trump at a rally in Vegas. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. There were a few on him and a few on Obama. So that's it. You feel like you learned? You feel like that was interesting? An it was. Attempt? It was. I, I definitely learned learned some stuff. I feel like, I feel I like you know, already knew some stuff because you, you had already I did know some stuff, by... but my thought was, after reading about Teddy, because it didn't say that he wasn't president, I thought, oh, if, if he was president, then there would be other... I didn't realize that there were attempts on Obama and Trump. I remember... And the Jackson one was fun. I remember I went to visit my sister in Colorado, and we were going to go to a gun range, and I had never actually fired a gun, so I fired a gun for like the first time in my life. There was a friend of theirs who went with us, and he had this fucking gun. It was basically a sniper rifle, which could hit you at like 3,000 meters away. It had a suppressor on it, and I'm like... <laughs> You know, I don't want to say anything because, you know, I'm in like fucking Trump country. Right. But I'm like, I want to say you shouldn't have this. No one should have this. No one should have a gun where I can kill somebody 3000 meters away quietly. Like, I know it's not a silencer. It doesn't suppress all sound, but it would probably make it very difficult to find me if I was that far away. I've been to a hotel in New York City where you can have a balcony and I can literally see like out in the city. And I'm like, if I knew where somebody was, I could just murder them. And it would be very hard to find where I murdered them from with that yeah. type of gun. I don't know. It's crazy to me. I mean, I'm sure his argument would be that it's for hunting. <laughs> uh, you know, no, you that's the thing. They the... don't even pretend. <laughs> but... 
They just think oh, they don't hunt. Well, they, they, don't hunt. They, they just have guns that they shoot. Yeah, it's just fun for them to have. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I've gone to a gun range and I've had a blast. It, I I enjoyed said. it as well. It's fun. But even me, I I would say like, okay, a rifle or a pistol. I don't need that. Even if. No, I don't need. Yeah. But they, it's like boys and their toys. They like to spend thousands of dollars on this shit that it's just their only purpose is to take it to, to arrange to do that until he decides to snap one day. And then it's like, (laughs) you know, I'm going to use this to murder someone. And then it would be very hard to stop him. I think it's the same thing as people who collect cars or shoes, collectors. There's a collector brain. Right. I think everyone to some degree, at least not everyone, that's a silly thing. But there are a lot of people who have collector brain. And the more money you have, the bigger the thing you want to collect. Right. Well, and it can be impressive. I mean, I understand that. But again, I still think it's like, okay, you can have all this. The the problem is it's like I, I need access to everything possible when part right. of it is like okay well can you just have a, a a normal gun maybe just a gun that can shoot three thousand meters away and not one that can do it quietly how about that and they're like yeah. nope i need that too i need all of it it's too much it's too much like a, gu- a gun is a gun is a gun is a gun like it's gonna kill so it shouldn't matter the size well it just why does it have to be a, a big long rifle that shoots three thousand i mean i can that seems... if you know okay you want a rifle for for longer range you want a pistol you want a shotgun yeah. whatever okay fine i guess my big issue is suppressors you know, like, for like normal people sure I just feel like that's sure, an you insane yeah, insane thing to give to people i don't think yeah it only exists if you're sneaking up on a person yeah you know it's, it's only for murdering after. people quietly that's the whole yeah. point but that's the thing like yeah. the NRA, they're pushing it as like, oh, you know, so you don't hurt your ears because God forbid you just wear the fucking ear covers. Right. So that's it. What do you got for Oof. what do you got for next week? Do you have any other ideas? Let's see. There's always Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Where's my you know what? I'm going to go look at today. I learned and see if there's anything I want to learn about. Oh, here. my God. <laughs> well, I if we don't know, if we don't have anything now, we can just cut it off. So we'll just. Uh... OK, we'll just cut it off. Yeah, I got to think of something. All right. Well, this has been Ian yeah. wants to learn. I learned. Thanks for listening. Maybe there was a conspiracy. He believed that Roosevelt had McKinley killed. Okay, I buy into it. Seems legit. Oh, can we travel back in time and make a lot of money? Literally. Probably. And then put it in a bank and then travel back to now. Interest. Right. Interest. <laughs>